righty then. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Good. How was your day? It was good. Let me get this out of the way right now. 362. No, see, I did it wrong already. <laughs> 361, Charlie. 361, Charlie. I forgot to say the number on the uh, last daily we did, so I wanted to get out of the way here. Uh, my day was good. I had a nice day. I got out to wander around a little bit and saw a few airplanes. I, I don't mean to rub it in because I know you probably didn't, but. Uh, I got out. I didn't get to see a whole lot. Yeah. I, uh, and uh, so. Uh, um, it's uh, the end of day one here at uh, AirVenture 2014. Uh, I'm Jack. This is Jeb, and uh, we're sitting. Uh, we borrowed a golf cart, and we've just been cruising around the grounds for a little while here. Um, it's probably getting close to uh, sunset here. Uh, you may or may not hear music off in the distance. That's uh, what Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins is uh, performing the Monday night concert here, and. Uh, and we're just sitting on the edge of the uh, flight line, and we've got a few arrivals still coming in, although I'm not sure exactly what time it is. They're probably going to end pretty soon. But, uh, you know, we have this new thing. It's called a Too bad we don't have a clock. device. Yeah, oh, a clock, right? 7-Eleven. Oh, well, then there's plenty of time for arrivals. Yeah. So we may see some airplanes coming in front of us here. Um, uh, what did I do today? Uh, let's see now. I wandered around, saw some airplanes. Um, I, I saw a really interesting airplane. I don't know if I want to lead with this, but I guess I will. Okay. Um, a, a Martin Canberra. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the I, I, B-57. B-57. I was way up in the B. Is it, is it a bomber? Yeah. Well, I mean, originally. There's a NASA uh, WB-57. Oh, here. that's how that one's labeled. Okay, okay yeah. It's a, the W being weather. And it's a high-altitude research plane. If you look at the wing plan form and that's how I first saw on it, that airplane. I was way up in the exhibits right. area, and it did a flyby. And as it banked away, you could see two things. You could see that the engines seemed really big. Yeah. And the wing was just a funny shape. It was very, very thick, very, very, yeah. very it, it, deep. It, it has a uh, very wide cord at the root mm-hmm. that, t- that is apparently a uni- I think it's a uniform taper towards the tips. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wing uh, supports a lot because of its, its shape and, and design. Uh, but it it's also makes that particular airframe very well suited to high altitude. Ah, flight. okay. Yeah. So uh, I'd never seen one of those before. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's parked in the, uh, in the uh, what is it, Boeing Plaza, the right. West Ramp. Right. And uh, right. um, I got you up and close with it. I, I took a couple pictures. I posted them on my Twitter. But... Uh, it's an interesting-looking airplane. It's different. It's, yeah. And the engines really are big. I mean, they're, they're you know... That is, I think, the only... Ex- except for the Harrier, excuse me, except for the uh, British Harrier, that is the only foreign-designed, manufactured airplane to ever make it into the U.S. military oh, inventory. Really? It was designed and built initially, anyway, in Australia. Very, oh, Canberra, of course. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So I got a chance to see that. And uh, what else did I see that was interesting today? Uh, um, I've been searching for the Harriers. Uh, not the Harriers. The... Uh, the uh, um, V-22? No, 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 no. The, t- the tilt rotor. The uh, V-22 tilt rotor. No, V-22. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. V- yeah. I yeah. saw one fly earlier. Yeah, the Osprey. Uh, yeah, the yeah. Osprey. Well, we saw it arrive uh, and uh, from a distance, and yeah. then I was out today looking for a picture to get a picture of it, but I couldn't find it. Uh, last year, I seem to remember they parked him in a funny... Or not last year, but last time, uh-huh. they parked him in a funny place. They didn't put him out here on the ramp, and... There was a there was hope that they'd be on the ramp this time, but they weren't this afternoon, anyways. They and I say they because somebody on Twitter thought he saw two of them on the webcam. So I don't know if there's one here or two, but uh, I saw one fly. I didn't see two fly at the same time, but yeah. that that means very little. Right. Look at this guy coming in. 
as a biplane coming in from a, kind of a funny direction, the, south, kind of, kind the southeast. You don't like usually a permanent slip. You don't kind of see airplanes are approaching from that direction, unless he's in the Nordo there's pattern. A, is there still a Nordo pattern here? I don't, I don't know. There's another one off in the distance out there over the lake. Yeah, looks like a biplane of some sort. Looks like uh, a Jenny. Almost looks like a Jenny, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Now it's kind of it's now it's finally over the uh, over the right over three, six, uh, right three six right. The uh, usually it's a taxiway, but it's a runway here this week. And uh, speaking of Jennies, we're parked. We're next, oh no, we were parked next. To, we had to move because yeah, the music was a little loud. The Waldo Pepper Jenny was over there. That yeah, was kind of cool. Yeah, it's and, cool. Uh, um, I, I have an urge to repair a tear in the wing by tearing a piece off my jeans. And uh, isn't that what he did in the movie? Didn't, didn't Rod Redford do that at the very beginning of the movie? That was the kind of they were setting the setting the tone for the movie that this is kind of like a casual business they're in. That he had a, his the fabric on one of his wings had torn, and so he ripped a piece off of his shirt or his jeans or something like that, and glued it in place uh-huh. over the over the wing. Um, so uh, did that. The other big thing I did today was uh, I went and pulled my rivets at the one week run. Good for you. Thing. I yeah. need to try to do that. Yeah, this that week. was kind of cool. This is a and you know I mean. I hope we're not talking about this too much, but it really is a very popular thing here this week. Um, the crowds there this morning were substantial. Um, lots of people lined up waiting for their opportunity to go in and. and I don't know that we could talk them. about that too much. I, I think it's a, a very um, well conceived and, and so far anyway well executed um, way to generate interest in not only home building, but EAA and in general yeah. aviation also. Yeah. So. yeah. I, I was talking with our friend Charlie Becker of EAA staff, one of the key people behind uh, putting that whole program together, the One Week Wonder program. And uh, I, I observed that it seemed like the, the, what they're now doing with rivets, and they had a whole process where you could learn how to how you know work with the Clico clamps. Is that what they're called? The, the, fun, right. the funky weird clamps that hold sheets of uh, aluminum together right. so that you can then rivet them. And then the uh, they're using the what I call pop rivets or the you know the pull, yeah. pull rivets right um, so they had a whole process for teaching people how to do this and showing them the tools and let you actually put your hands on the tools and I was telling Charlie this seemed to me to be sort of almost a modern day version of the wing rib building that was traditional for EAA mm-hmm. for years and I think they still do um, in, the, in the forums yeah Workshops. encourage people to uh, build a build a wing rib you know with in, and in that case you build that out of wood and they you know they have a jig that you put the little sticks of wood in and 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 first tack it together and then glue it together and it's sort of to break the ice on on building airplanes it has been an EAA tradition for a long 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 right, time right. and uh, I think they've started a new tradition here with the whole you know pulling some rivets and so I so I got my little training they they have a place outside where you actually go up to a they've got a panel it's just just uh, you know got a, a zillion rivets holes in it and so you go in there and you you actually use the equipment they've got this cool air gun driven oh, um okay. uh, pop rivet you know gun yeah, and yeah. Uh, so you don't have to apply an awful lot of muscle power to it you just pull the big tr- you know you get everything lined up and then you pull the big tr- trigger and so you got your training and then once you've done your training they give you a little card that that shows that you've done the training and you get another line and you wait your turn and three or four people at a time they would take us into the construction area and to uh, it seemed like one of the benches was the one where they were bringing us into and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, they'd show us what they were doing and, uh, and you know you'd uh, they'd tell us a little bit about the p- the part that we were assembling sure. and in my case it was a part of the, it was the firewall uh, they were assembling the firewall and putting the various uh, strengthening pieces on it, and uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. and uh, and then I got a chance to uh, to. 
pop pull two rivets um, cool. in this, and they were taking pictures at the same time. And so they uh, had another guy with an iPad was there, and he took my picture, and uh, and they actually took two pictures and said, which one you want? And I said, well, I don't want the one with the goofy look on my face. So we got rid of that one. <laughs> kind of narrows it down. Yeah, right, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so I have a very serious picture of me very intently popping a rivet here, and uh put that on twitter too so uh, cool um and then you go back after you've done that you go back out and they've got the logbook where you sign your name and your town and a brief description of what you did on building the airplane and uh you know i'm immortalized now i'm gonna oh, be part of this airplane and, forever. And, and you you can say you helped build that airplane. i helped build that airplane yeah. i have to tell you that i confess that i was i was hoping for a more a more external rivet so that i could go up to the airplane in future years and say that's my rivet right there you can go back <laughs> yeah i probably will go back so that was cool i like that that was a lot of fun uh what else happened today uh, uh it, it was chilly this morning uh, as we mentioned in the other it's a daily chilly right now it's not it's not certainly not <coughs> oshkosh summer hot and humid yeah. um but it's it's very pleasant it turned out to be a beautiful day mm-hmm. um no rain and uh, a little breezy um speaking of which i don't know if the breezies flew or not um but uh i don't know if they fl- i know some, several of them did arrive yeah. even as, as windy as the, the weather was today they managed to make it in mm-hmm. and uh, uh, i don't know where they are but all right. What else do we do today? Oh, and so we stopped. All right, so here. Now we have to tell this story. So for my round-the-field column for the newspaper. <laughs> you're going to go there? Yeah, I am. Okay. All right, we've talked about this on the podcast. Uh, we can yeah. talk about this, all right? Okay. So we. Uh, so I... Uh, I, I wandered around the field, uh, around the field, and I met this particular gentleman just purely randomly. All right, uh, he was just he was. I'm walking up and down the rows, and he's sitting in front of his tent. And so I, I walked up to him, and I was chatting with him, and I interviewed him for the the column. And and as I'm interviewing him, he tells me that he's he's from the uh, Smoketown Airport near Lancaster, uh, Pennsylvania. And as I'm talking to him, I'm thinking Smoketown Airport. This is something I remember this. So I, and I and I kind of concluded that I must have interviewed somebody from Smoketown Airport in the past. And that's why it was in my head. So I wrote the story and I filed it, and you edited it, and then, but I and and you edited. It. I I was already off doing things, yeah, you looking were gone at airplanes. By the time I got to so it. I walked back into the office a little bit later on, and you come up to me and you said, "What? You you said I said you don't remember Smoketown, do you? You, you? you did you did you pick up on where this guy was from? And he says, and you said, no. Why? What, you know, he says, Smoketown, Pennsylvania, is the airport." from which the Cessna 150 that twice with different pilots busted the Washington, D.C. special flight rules area, the, the highly secure area in, in, yeah. in D.C. And then we both just, then we both figured it all out. Yeah, right. And, and go ahead. So we went, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, the, the, and if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know we've kind of had some fun with this, um, because it's just silly to be getting all worked up about a 150 right. Right. that didn't even get all that near the Capitol, all right? right. Um, and so we, for a long time now, have wished that there were, you know, some sort of symbology on the on this 150 right. to uh, yeah. to uh, the, the, uh, designate its po- place the, in history. The here. thing that I've always, you know, we've said this on the podcast before, that the thing that I always wanted to see done was someone paint two U.S. Capitol silhouettes under the pilot side window on that 150. Yeah. So we went back and tracked down this guy. We found him again, and uh, we were just chatting with him, and uh, he uh, uh, and we asked him, we said, you know, do you know this story? Is it true? And he said, oh, yeah, it is true. He, the guy, uh, one of his buddies had a, had a laugh when we even mentioned it. And uh, we said, can you maybe help us get in touch with the people who own this airplane? Because we want to get these. I, I will pay 
yeah. to have these two capital silhouettes applied yeah. under the win- under the pilot side window on this airplane. Yeah, because it's just ridiculous that they make such yeah. a big deal out of this. So, anyways, uh, we we are getting close to tracking down the Smoketown 150, and uh, uh, more on that later on. Anyways, yeah, to be continued. To be continued. Anyways, it's a beautiful day one here <coughs> at uh, AirVenture 2014. It, it is. It, you know, it, it's it's a little breezy. What is that blue airplane? That's, that's, a, that's another cover. Yeah. It, it is a cub. It is a, cub yeah. a very old cub, though. It's, a very early well, cub. Right? It is. I think it's painted uh, um, in the uh, style of uh, the um, pre-war trainers. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It has trainers. a Stearman kind of look. Yeah, it has a Stearman. Paint job yeah, blue, yellow, Stearman paint job kind of thing yeah. working on it. But, um, yeah, it, 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 it has been a great day. Um, opening day of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weather has been... Um, I won't. I'll say a little challenging, maybe. Um, it's been dry, but there's been a breeze, uh, 10, 15 knot breeze all day long. There's some uh, mid-level clouds. Mid-level being six, eight thousand feet. Uh, it's um, not bright, sunshiny day. It's, but it's not hot either. Uh, it's uh, I don't know, probably seventy or so right now with a breeze. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, low seventies. Yeah. It's, it's uh, low seventies. Yeah. So it's it's. All things considered, we've certainly seen worse weather here. Yeah. So, and, and uh, have you looked at the forecast? Is it going to stay this way all week, or I think we're going to be blessed slash cursed with um, different weather all week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's ever going to get over eighty. It's certainly seeming that way, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, that's it. Uh, Three sixty one Bravo and uh, Charlie. Correction, three sixty. I'll never ever get one of these right. If it'll be that'll be notable. The day that I get one of these things right, oh, the first time around, get them right all the time. Yeah, just, you know, every now and then. Yeah, you know, no, no, no. Too no. much, too much time at high altitude. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Three six one Charlie. Uh, that's Jeb. I'm Jack, and uh, we'll talk to you again next time. Thanks.